0: Hi, this is Brian Peebles in Michigan, and I've been listening for over a year. When I started listening, I was trying to figure out if starting a PI business was the right next move for me, and the podcast has been instrumental in moving forward with that decision. I appreciate that Matt always seems to ask his guest the exact question that I'm thinking. You know, for a veteran investigator and business owner, Matt has a great ability to think like those of us that are just starting out and ask the questions that we would want to ask. So thanks a lot, Matt. Keep it up.
1: The Campbell Group offers best-in-the-industry pricing service and coverage for private investigators. With more than 25 years of experience in the industry and over 3,000 PIs insured nationally, the Campbell team has the expertise to make sure you have the coverage you need. Submit an application and receive a quote within 24 hours. Let them know you're a PI Perspectives listener on your application for $50 off your yearly premium check out the PI Institute of Education at PIinstitute.com. Since 1989, Kelly Riddle has been teaching on subjects such as surveillance, nursing home investigations, insurance fraud, domestic investigations, hidden assets, and accident scene investigations. The PI Institute of Education is a featured learning partner in the Investigator's Toolbox.com. So check out the free content on the site, then visit the Institute for more great savings on additional classes. Are you an investigative professional with an international problem you can't solve? Conflict International has the knowledge and relationships to jump in for you. We compensate investigators for referring cases to our office. Contact us today for details. Conflict International uses insight, intelligence, investigation, risk management, and strategic solutions to solve problems troubling individuals and companies of all kinds, anywhere around the world. Whether you're planning to hire a person to a position of trust, carry out due diligence on a company, trace hidden assets, or require skilled boots on the ground, Conflict International investigators can seamlessly pursue a case across borders, offering a truly global solution. Find out about our extensive range of services at conflictinternational.com. Conflict International. Global reach. International knowledge.
0: I want to talk to everybody today about ScopeNow.com. ScopeNow has been a big-time sponsor of this program for quite some time, and I just love their service. I've been using them since the beginning. I'm one of their beta customers, and it's been so awesome to see them grow into the business that they are today and just how they just keep reinventing themselves and pushing themselves to get more and more information. What it comes down to is, is Scope Now is a tool that you definitely need to use if you do social media investigations, any internet research, and really spending less time digging around and, and uh, looking for information. I think it's one of the best points of how Scope Now can help you. Their AI platform, their analytics are amazing. You really get an idea of what you need. You're reducing the time, you're reducing the manpower that you, you're spending on doing this research because they're essentially doing it for you and uh, they're doing it correctly which is most important. One of the new things that they're actually offering is this flagging system where you can flag behaviors and really highlight and um, look out for fraud. If you're doing a lot of fraud research uh, this is a fantastic tool and you can set up alerts so you have a uh, particular people that you're looking at you can actually set up alerts to get notifications when the criteria that you set up is actually um, is flagged and goes off. It's really, uh, really amazing. And their relationship and association analytics are uh, top notch, really uh, cutting edge and really, really cool. When they brought that out on version three, it was a game changer. I mean, really being able to see how people interact together and, and uh, you know, having that relationship, you know, analysis is really, really something that's cool. You know, one of the other things about being involved with Scope Now is their ability to offer webinars. Their team is cutting edge on putting together and getting out really, really great content. If you're a member of Scope Now, if you know who they are, you've seen them around on LinkedIn, you'll you'll know that they're constantly doing webinars on these new websites that are coming out and uh, they're really staying on top of it. And don't forget, uh, any reports that you generate, you can actually white label those reports and put your own logos on and, and really make them look professional, which you know could equate to more billing for you as well. So. Check them out today. It's uh, www.scopenow.com. They're a great, great company. They should be one of the tools in your toolbox, along with whatever kind of uh, search engines you do. Uh, You need to make sure that Scope Now is a part of that suite. Scopenow.com.
1: Do you enjoy our podcast and the guests we bring you? Since 2019, Matt and his team have done their very best to give you amazing shows each week. If you feel like our show has helped you to be a better investigator, or maybe even inspired you to become an investigator, please let us know. We're looking for testimonials. Drop Matt an email with a recorded 20 to 30 seconds of you talking about this podcast. You can also email him something verbal about the website. His email is matthews at satellitepi.com. And if you really feel blessed for having this content, consider supporting Matt and our show by joining Investigator's Toolbox. You really have to see version 2.0 and at just 49 cents a day, it's a no-brainer. Now let's jump in to this week's episode. Welcome to this week's PI Perspectives. Today's a short one. Matt wanted to jump on and talk about accident site video recovery. He has some good pointers to cover if you do this type of work. It's also a solo show, so please welcome your host and my friend, private investigator, Matt Spare.
0: And welcome everyone to this week's episode of PI Perspectives. This is Matt Spare, your host. Today we are doing a solo show again. I did have a guest line up, but unfortunately, life happens and the guest had a reschedule last minute on me. So rather than go multiple weeks without... um an episode I figured I'd jump on and let's talk shop and chat a little bit about some things. Yeah, I'm getting ready to go to the IntelNet conference in Orlando. We will not have a live show next week. So I didn't want to go two weeks without having anything. You're stuck with me today. So I apologize in advance. One of the things that I've noticed a lot with my team and the investigative work that we do, there's been a real shift in the last year or two with regards to videos, videos of accidents that have happened and the importance of trying to obtain those videos. And I wanted to stress to you guys that that do investigative work, that um, work with personal injury attorneys and, and things like that, how important it is to get out to the site, to do a site investigation under 30 days, you know, being able to find videos potentially that are out there of an accident that's existed and using that as a marketing tool to, to generate more business for yourself. So we have several firms that we work with that every single case, they sign up regardless of whether or not they know if there's video there, they send us out to look for video. And in fact, I've even had some cases where they had done their own research and they couldn't find video or, or somebody from the mail room went out and would or paralegal went to the site and said, No, there's no video there. I think I had one recently where, where they hired an investigator and the investigator said there was no video there. But the attorney was convinced there was something. So they they hired us to go and, and take a look for, for ourselves and, and just another look. And sure enough, we found video. It's just interesting that, you know, somebody went out there and, and couldn't find anything, and then we found one. And I think what it comes down to is knowing where to look and knowing how to look and taking the time to do it. So when we go out and we do a site investigation uh, there, it's usually, you know, at least an hour or two on the site. And that's not including travel time. You know, we're there and we're really digging in. And then if you actually find a, um, a video and you get the opportunity to review the video, sometimes it takes time. I've had folks in my office spend an hour, two hours reviewing video. And sometimes you'll get some pushback from your client. Like, oh, you know, I knew the accident happened exactly at 4 15 PM. Like why, why did your investigator spend so much time, you know, going through and you know, looking at these, these videos? Well, the answer for that is simple. They think the accident was at that particular time, but you don't know with camera systems. Sometimes they're off by an hour because of time change. Uh, sometimes it doesn't line up. It's not a perfect science. We always like to look anyways, just to double check and make sure. Yes, does it equate to more billing for us? But it's part of the job. You know, we want to be able to be thorough about what we do, and provide the best results. It's crazy the success rate that we have on uh, these videos. I would say probably seventy percent of the time that we go out, we're finding something, which is amazing. I mean, it is New York City, right? There's cameras everywhere now. We have the ability to to get that done, but it's uh, it's pretty amazing that um, you know our success rate on on doing that stuff. And there are different types of videos to look at, right? There are cameras at intersections. Now, sometimes these cameras are law enforcement cameras, you know, NYPD, if you're in New York or could be any other police agency, but sometimes they're department transportation. So there have been times where we've come across a camera and you would assume that it's recording, but actually it's not. Sometimes they use these cameras to monitor traffic and, um, you know, traffic patterns and things like that. And they they're not necessarily cameras that record. So we get that every now and then, or you get the, you know, the, the red light cameras or the speeding cameras. Those typically don't record or save, you know, it, maybe it's they're taking photos of a vehicle that's going through a, a, a red traffic light. So just being familiar with the type of camera, where it's located, if there are any serial numbers that are attached to it, that's really important to get those particular identification numbers in New York, there's also a unit called Argus. They handle all the videos in the city. Uh, so if it's an Argus camera, you know, that that's another thing to consider when we're, when we're looking at it, like who are, who are we going to, to try and get a copy of that video? Typically video camera systems are 30 days and then they overwrite that's always been the standard practice. But what we're finding these days is that, um, cameras are now going to a cloud-based system. And on a cloud-based system, there's a lot more memory available. So you're finding that uh, images are actually around longer. So, you know, the the standard procedure is that it's a 30-day window, but that's not always the case either. So sometimes when I'll get an email from a client, it's over 30 days. I just let them know that, hey, it's over 30 days. We're probably not going to find something viable for you, but you never know until you get there. If you want us to go out and take a look, we'll go out and take a look. And sometimes they say yes, sometimes they don't. So that's just something to consider. So you've got those type of cameras. Then you have uh, banks, right? There's a lot of banks in the city. They, they have their camera systems. Um, you're not getting copies of any of that stuff. That's all going to go through their legal department. A lot of times on the, the bigger, well-known banks, like they don't even have somebody at that particular location that manages everything that you have to contact their corporate headquarters, bit of a pain in the butt. Uh, but if you know how to do it, you don't even have to go make a trip to the to the location. You just contact who you need to contact and you get the ball rolling. Um, yeah. Pharmacies are the same way. You know, your CVS or Dwayne Reed or Rite Aid or any of that. Uh, they t- typically have a general counsel or, a legal department that you got to go through to, to, uh, to get all that stuff done. Um, So then you have like the mom and pop delis where you'll find video systems that are there. And a lot of times there are folks that work in these particular delis that don't know how to use the system. I've had that with some McDonald's too, where they've, they've had videos and they have no idea where they're, how to, how to do anything or, or, or any of that. And if you, know how to use these systems. Um, they all have particular drivers that you can download. Uh, you just got to have the make and the model of the, of the particular system. Um, so sometimes it's a matter of downloading the data, but you're not, you can't even play it until you get the right player to to go take a look. Um, that's one of the situations that, that comes up. Always better to have a professional try and do it. Somebody who knows what they're doing, than, than for you to try and figure it out on your own. So if you know somebody that specializes in taking, you know, ob- obtaining videos and, uh, and doing all that, you probably want to go that route if you can. So also something that's really important is the way you approach this situation. Um, basically, you know, who do you say you are? Why are you there? Um, what type of stance are you taking on on getting that video? Is it a please or is it, you have to give it to me type of deal. I've always had the most success in doing this in, Basically telling them that I'm here to get that video and uh, they need to give me a copy of it. When you start asking for permission for things, sometimes it gets, things get bogged down by, oh, I got to call my, the boss, I got to call this, I got to call that. Uh, So basically you want to tell them who you're working for, right? My name is so-and-so, I'm an investigator, I'm working on behalf of so-and-so from law firm or whatever, I see this video out on the camera, a video camera out in the building. I'm pretty sure that it caught the accident. I need to see that footage now and I need to get a copy of it it if it shows what I think it shows, right? So if you take that, that approach to doing things, um, the odds of you getting what you need are that much better, right? Taking more of an authoritative type approach as to, you know, can I pretty please have this with sugar on top? That usually doesn't work in those situations. Um, you know, understanding the person that you need, uh, that, that you're working for, and it needs that, then those images is really important. And uh, sometimes you'll you'll get some blowback. Sometimes they won't give it to you. They'll tell you, oh, you need to contact corporate, or this is what you got to do. You know, find out what those procedures are, and then always advise your client to send a preservation letter. And basically, it's just a form letter stating that, you know, who they represent regarding what particular accident on date, you know, what date, time, and all that, and you're advising them to preserve that video, basically download it off their system and keep a copy of it somewhere, you know, for later on, you know, to be subpoenaed or whatever, Um, you know, they'll have to be authenticated later on. So there's a whole process to doing that. Um, Sometimes it's good to have those letters before you go out to the location. I know one of our clients we work with, they'll send us letters before we even go out. Um, and then we just like hand write in the name of the business and the address and all that. So that's very helpful in, you know, trying to facilitate, right. So you never know what you're going to see until you get out there. You know, sometimes you can, you can Google image a particular intersection and get a sense of, you know, what it may look like there, but until you actually get out there and, and uh, take a look at it, you don't really know. Um, it's, it's a really, really great revenue s- stream. If you can, convince your clients that, you know, on every case that they take in that they need to to do this and you keep it at a price point where it's not going to completely choke them out, the odds are you'll you'll have a regular flow of work coming in uh, to do that. And what's neat is is your whether it's you or somebody that works for you that that does these downloads, like they're going to learn the different drivers and then in different systems and they'll essentially become experts. I know one of my guys is I, I'd call him in the expert level now because He's downloaded so many of these darn videos and dealt with so many different drivers. Um, you know, he, he's been able to figure out um, you know, what needs to get done on that. And, uh, you know, it's been a real game changer. That's pretty much it. We're going to keep this episode super short. Uh, I apologize about that, but I I'm literally in the middle of packing and getting ready to go uh, um, to head out to the, to the conference here. And um, you know, I wanted to get some sort of contact uh, content out uh, for you guys. So, uh, again, we're not going to have a show next week, but we'll be back the following week with uh, with some live shows. And um, you know, I've been lining up some good guests, and too, I'm trying to mix up the content a little bit, and um, you know, get out some different topics and different people and uh, and things like that. So, um, one of the other things that you'll see actually uh, before I let you go, uh, I'm very excited about this. Actually, we're we're doing uh, Toolbox Bits and Bolts, and you're going to start seeing it out on social media. Primarily TikTok and and Facebook and uh, Instagram with Reels, where we're having a bunch of the sponsors from the show give like thirty to forty five second tips on how to do different investigative things or things to keep in mind um, when you're doing investigative work. So I'm very excited by that, and um, you can look for those to be uh, to be re- released soon. We just did a whole bunch with the uh, PI Institute of Education. Be uh, doing some with the Campbell Insurance Group IRB. Uh, we had talked about doing that, maybe cross tracks, but we'll see uh, what's coming down with with that. You know, just a little little tips to keep you guys uh, on top of your game and what you need to do with things. So that's it. I'm tapping out. Thank you everyone for uh, checking the show out this week. Again, it's a little brief, but uh, we'll catch you guys when we're live again. Not this following week, but the week after. Stay safe out there, and uh, I'll catch up with you guys soon. Take care.
1: Thanks for checking out this week's show. It's short, but filled with some great nuggets of info. We're off next week, and then we come back to the regular show schedule. Thank you to Campbell Insurance Group for sponsoring our show. Remember to tell them you listen to save 50 bucks when you apply for insurance. Thanks also to Conflict International, PI Institute for Education, Scope Now, and Crosstracks for sponsoring the show. Also, don't forget about investigatorstoolbox.com where you can type in version 2.0 25% to save 50 bucks when you join. If you have a question or a comment about the show, just email Matt at MatthewS at satellitepi.com. You can also find him on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. We'd like your feedback to bring you the best shows possible. We'll see you soon. Stay safe out.